if you're not like willing to have a bit of fun and, you know, just like enjoy the day and be yourself, then maybe I'm not going to be that best videographer for you. If we have the confidence to say no to somebody and not just say yes to every single thing that comes past us uh, at the time, like, look, our business is going to grow from that because we know what we want from our company and our business. Hello and welcome to the Make It Epic Wedding Podcast where we believe all weddings can be epic in their own right and uniquely you. We're your hosts, Tim and Matt, a photographer and videographer in the industry. Tune in as we dive deep and unpack all things weddings, how to make it fun, stress-free and provide other creatives in the industry tips and tricks to raise the standard when it comes to planning the perfect wedding. Make it Epic Wedding Podcast. We're up to episode number four and you're with your host, Tim and Matt. How are you, mate? What's going on? Number four. I am good, man. I'm good. It's been a great weekend. Great weekend. Such a good weekend. Right, we had one of the best weddings we've had in a little while on the weekend, didn't we? Oh, I know. It's just one of those ones where it's like rock up there and it's a little bit gloomy. You know, there's a little bit of rain. And the then photographer, videographer, weather. <laughs> I know, I know. It was cold. We're in, uh, we're in Barrel at Robertson Hotel. You know what it's like on just those days. It's a bit gloomy. It's a bit wet. It's a bit cold, and you're just like, oh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> and then, um, you know, we just met like, you know, the the most amazing couple, and they just rocked it, man. Like that wedding was so so good. Just like so and, good and their guests were fun too like everyone was just it was like the vibe was legit like it was just so good so which makes life very easy for everybody involved and uh yeah they were so on board as you said like they were just like ready for it they were a postponement wedding so they were pretty keen to get this wedding over and done with in the <laughs> nicest way possible but they were sick of talking about it so they were there they were ready to party and have a good time and yeah, the vibes were high. <laughs> oh, so many laughs. Hey? The, the banter was strong and oh, yeah. man, it, it was probably some of the best footage I have gotten in a in a while. Like it was it was so good. Like I cannot wait to get stuck into it. How good is it when you get good footage or like good photos and stuff and then like the next day you're just like on such a high and then like for me, I backed up the next day and I just felt like I was like invincible the next day shooting <laughs> again. I was like, I can do anything. <laughs> oh, amazing. As soon as I got home, uh, my usual process is back up everything, three copies minimum, and I wanted to make something then and there. But it was midnight, <laughs> I had to get to bed, my wife would have killed me. But, oh man, I'm just I'm so keen to <laughs> to get uh, get some reels and some videos made of this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had sneak peeks out to you like almost that night. I was like, oh my goodness, look at this. <laughs> just that, like even just like the end of the night, like I guess set the scene for everybody. We uh, At the end of the night, we got the couple out they did like a first dance out the front of Robertson Hotel. If you've ever been there, it's epic. It's got like some festoon lights set up, a big like flat glass area, and then the big like, I guess, historic building behind it. It was pretty cool. And it and just yeah, started they... a light rain. Yeah, it was good. Like and they were like trying to do it later and then someone comes in and they go, we've just got a rain alert. We're doing it now. And so everyone <laughs> went like outside quickly and there's like 80 people outside on the grass <laughs> in the I'm rain. running with my video light. But <laughs> <laughs> we got out there. We like, they did their like sparkler first dance, which was pretty cool. And then we stayed outside while all their guests went in and we like, Tim got his video light out. I got my flashes out and a couple of like extra lights and we like lit up everything. And then like the rain was just coming down perfect. And by then they'd had a, Fair bit of liquid courage in the system. So there was a bit of help from that. And they were just down for whatever. They were just like, yeah, we just want to get epic photos. Let's do it. And like, 
Yeah, the footage and the photos are so sick. So oh. um, if you haven't seen it, go and uh, search for it on our Instagrams. I'm sure by the time that this episode comes out, Tim will have done a, a sneaky reel about like this, that portion of the night for sure. <laughs> like how excited were they too? Like it just like, it just brings the vibe like way up. Like as soon as you show them the video and I know Danny was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. I don't know if any of her any of her guests will be listening, so we can tell them. But I got a message the next day after I sent her sneak peeks and she was like, Oh my goodness, like you and Tim were like our favorite guests of the whole day. It was <laughs> so good. It was just like, yeah, I guess that a lot of that stuff just comes back to the fact and shows like, I guess, for us how important our job is because we do spend so much time with our couples and realistically we we spend more time with them than they spend with each other, slash any of their other guests, realistically. So like, it is pretty cool when we get a message or something like that from them being like, they were that excited. Oh, it, it, it brings a lot of hype, hey? Like, it just makes your job so much more worth it, I feel. Yeah. So much more enjoyable too. Like, just makes it easy. <laughs> 100%. Uh, what, are we, what are we talking about today? What's the topic for today? I think we, we gave a, a sneaky little uh, hint out on, uh, on Facebook and uh, Instagram. We thought we'd, uh, rather than just kind of like rattling off a whole lot of our thoughts in our brain at the moment. We thought we might start it off early and throw in a bit of a Q&A today. So we've asked a few questions out on the old, uh, you know, social media world of some people to throw out some ideas and anything that is kind of like interested in, I guess, for us to give our two cents about, I guess. And yeah, look, I got some couple of really interesting ones and I don't know if we can use them today. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to dive in and, uh, you know, give the value back to, I guess, our listeners. Yeah, man, I, I got some crackers, hey. <laughs> When we when we were reading them before this, I was like, "Oh, these are like these are great," and we're probably going to rant <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So well, we're aiming for a 35, 30 minute podcast. Might end up yeah. being forty five minutes. We'll see. <laughs> that's right. As long as the value is there and you guys are loving it, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it off with one of my one of my friends, Ivan, who's a, another creative in the industry, and he's actually killing it with his work. I I absolutely love it. But his question is. If I book you for photo and video, can you find me a wife? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a man. He's, he's, uh, he's really thrown himself in the deep end, isn't he? He's uh, skip Tinder. I'll just come to Tim and Matt for some uh, wedding advice eh? and like life advice. <laughs> I see. So if you're single, I don't think anyone's going to be listening if they're single. If you are single, <laughs> here we are. Sign us up. <laughs> uh, you're looking for a, a, a great uh, videographer? Hit us up and we'll, we'll put you in touch with our good mate, Ivan. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, man. We should uh, we should actually answer some proper questions. I don't know if we can count that as a Q&A, uh, but that's okay. All right. I've got one here as well. Uh, so I've got, what's the best components to get footage of? Uh, I guess in terms of like, what's the must-have bits being filmed? And I, I like this, I'm aiming, I'm saying this question for you, Tim, because obviously you are the videographer in the house. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's a good question. I think with like a lot of things with photo, video specifically, it also comes down to the couple and really what they value, what they want. But you know, I think the most important or the the best components really are ceremony, uh, the speeches, especially because I tend to use a lot of the audio like from those components of the day like into my film as well, and. There's a few things that I do ask each couple as they when they book me, and and one of them is is like if I could only shoot three moments of the day, so only three, like what moments would they be? I really get some interesting answers, and it gives a really good insight into like what like the couple value. So like a lot of it, like most common ones are like the bride coming down the aisle, 
seen the Grinch's reaction. You know, those ones that everybody kind of thinks when they watch one of those like classic, I don't know, Netflix films, I'll say these days, you know, the classic love story ones. They're like, we want these moments. I feel like they're the ones that everyone kind of always says. Generic, maybe. While you were talking, then you were talking about like audio and stuff. And I'm just throwing you this in there. Uh, We've had it in the past where people don't like hearing their voice. So obviously you said like you recording the audio is like a big part of what you do. What does that look like or slash like, what do you do for audio to kind of get the best audio? Yeah, look, I've had some couples actually say, we really don't like the sound of our own voice. Like, I think we just want music. That's like completely fine. But let's have a look and see what type of wedding films that you really kind of connect to that you value. And it may just come down to a couple hates hearing their own voice. But sometimes where I'll actually show them like really cool films where it really goes through a story of the couple. And I feel like that kind of brings them on side with like having audio on the day. So even if a couple say they do not want audio into their film, I will still record it with their permission. And then usually after after the wedding, they're like, you know what, Tim? Like, I think the vows were really important, really special to me. All the speeches were super funny. Let's actually have it into the film. And I love delivering something where it's just like a total surprise and they just absolutely froth over it. They're like, oh my God, like this is amazing. I think I've told you in the past where people have been like, oh, we don't want to have audio. And you're like, ah, oh, like they don't want it. I'm like, just film it. Like, just do it anyway. Like, record it regardless because what's it for us to stick a mic on somebody or like connected to the PA or something like that. Yeah, that's right. And like, look, like capturing audio, like there's an art and a skill for it. Like you want super clean, crisp audio and it takes some years to really nail how to utilize and adapt to, you know, certain situations like weddings are, you know, things are happening pretty fast. There's a lot going on. So really adjusting and adapting the skills that you have to ensure that you can capture that best audio while also like maintaining a certain level like of respect and not having like these huge mic stands or (laughs) these massive recorders just like like this is almost a a podcast in itself isn't it (laughs) yeah i could i can go on for hours about this but yeah (laughs) so like look to, to bring it back to the question like what are the best components to get footage of it's a loaded question because it really comes down to the couple and exactly like what they value obviously like the main components of the day um how i work is i really like to get to know the couple and how um and what like they value specifically and really put a focus on that so i think like with my type of style couples want to capture the vibe the essence like into the film like they don't just want a film that's full of like the couple kissing for five minutes the old special, mate. <laughs> that's it that's it so I try and capture a lot in the day, but pay a particular focus to the things that are of value. Yeah, and I think from a photo perspective, it's very similar to like, I guess, I know this is more based on the film part, but majority of the time when we work together, we're doing the same thing at the same time. So we want to capture stuff that, that brings you joy. Sometimes it's not even down to the value, but it's down to things that will bring you joy. So at the end of the day, like I'm always saying to people, like when you get back your like footage from your wedding or when you get back your your online gallery, like if you're getting photos back that like you're disappointed that you haven't got, like you need to like communicate that with us too. Um, But I do think that we, look, we follow each other around. We capture everything that happens from start to finish. So at the end of the day, you are getting a full package from us. And I don't know if like, there are definitely points in the day, which may be more special or more intimate or that you really enjoy more. But I do think that at the end of the day, you are getting your whole day captured. And like, if it suits the package you've picked, like that's that's our aim is to capture as much as possible. And 
I know Tim's the same, but like we don't really skimp on what you get. Like we're trying to give you the best, most well-rounded package yeah. of images and video at the end of the there day. There is no um, rest whatsoever. Like we are capturing <laughs> so much. I suppose it, it, it comes down to when I'm in the editing chair that I've got a lot of footage and like piecing together that story is based on the interactions and the, the consultations that we have had to see like what is your perfect story going to be. But on the day, man, like as you know, like there's a lot going on. We're trying to capture everything that we possibly can without trying to capture your face. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think at the end of a wedding, I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to sit down and eat mummy flurry on the way home from work. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost a tradition, right? Like every wedding. No, 100%. Yeah, every wedding. Mick flurry. Give it to me, baby. <laughs> uh, well, not for me because I'm lactose intolerant, but yeah, uh, that's okay. Uh, you know what's exciting at the moment? Uh, the old Monopoly is on at the moment. So I like Fat Matt is back. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it, baby. Bring it. <laughs> oh, it's so good. I How about like, Friday yeah. night where we're like, oh, we finished it. It was close to what, 10.30? And then we're like, Maccas? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've got to. If I'm driving past the Maccas, even if I don't want to, I still, for some reason, my car just like takes me through driveway. A driveway. Takes me through the drive-thru and I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, so good. Well, let me let me turn the question on you as well. So, what's what are the best components to get photos of for you? So, uh, look, I'm a, I'm a fan of the important moments, obviously. So, like all of your formalities, your ceremony, your reception, and all the things that happen in between. So, look, the biggest one for me that I find it's the probably the the hardest part of the day is your family photos. Look, family photos are a hectic time. If, like usually we have like fifteen minutes, thirty minutes kind of time slot. And every man and their dog wants to have that photo with you at that time. <laughs> and so it is a little bit hectic. We all, like I always go through with my couples prior to the wedding to talk like hints and tips on how we can make that photo time slot or family time slot easier. I've kind of changed the name from family photos to important people lately because like not everybody has either a big family or like sometimes their family is actually their friends. And so therefore they think that they can't have photos of their friends too. So I'm always like, Important people means you cut the list off on your family photo slash important photo people. If you got back your images from me, like if you were upset by not getting the photo, like, and when I mean the photo, I mean like formal standing there, both of like you and your partner smiling down the camera with your selected crew in that photo with you, like that's when you need to cut that list off. So like if, yeah, if you're like, if they're not on that list and like, that's when we're going to miss those people. Okay. Um, so do you, do you run through like the timings? Because obviously it's a, it's a pretty hectic time. Like we've only got like a, a certain amount of time for portraits. So do you like explain that, you know, like with the limited amount of time, like going through family photos is just something that you need to be aware of? Pretty much. Yeah. And that's why, like, I recommend writing a list. If you don't write that list, you're a, going to be fluffing about trying to work out who you want to have in your photo and B, you're just not going to, you're going to miss people like 100%. Like the amount of people that like come to a, like, especially earlier on in my career, I guess I wasn't recommending these photo lists, so to speak. I was like, oh, we'll be right. We'll just work it out on the day. But I guess if you put yourself in that position, think about it, you've walked down the aisle, you're like, everyone's woohooing you, you're covered in confetti or whatever it is. They've hugged and kissed you. And I come over and go, hey, congratulations i'm so excited for you guys let's do family photos and you're like oh crap like who is my family like you know like it's almost like that's what happens like it's easy for to forget people so because we are on a short time schedule and because it is a hectic day with a lot going on it's definitely good to have that list so that we can kind of like fly through it quite quickly it literally happens you know usually you would like put someone in charge of that list and we throw them people into the photo as quick as we can we go one, two, three, go, bang, 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 and then next photo. So it does happen quite quickly. 
look, when it comes to the schedule and all that sort of stuff, like, yeah, it's definitely, we're always in a, I guess, a semi bit of a rush because nobody wants to stand around and have their photo taken as a formal portrait for too long. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the the bridal party are like, just like super eager at this stage as well. Like they're already getting like stuck into the beers and the drinks, yeah. <laughs> just wait, waiting to go on a bit of an adventure. Yeah, or they like walk off, like they'll walk off and just go and start drinking somewhere else and you're like got to go for like a five minute adventure to go and find them. It's such a punish, <laughs> but that's okay. It's it's a part of the job and you know, like it is what it is. Uh, but I try and rope your bridal party into helping me with those photos too, because usually like they're standing around waiting anyway. I guess other important photos for me are the, are the photos or the, I guess the things that I like to capture are things that you may not necessarily see. So look, the beauty of photos is you can capture a moment without guess having to be in your face too much. You can kind of like hide in the corner, so to speak, and get a few more shots quite easily because I am very mobile, especially during like receptions and things like that when people are just interacting with each other around the table, like, you know, before yeah. dinner or during that's speech. A, that's a big one for video as well. And because I basically handheld the whole day, like, I don't have a large gimbal or a traditionally large camera. It looks like a standard like camera that a photographer uses. And I find myself like just trying to capture like the emotions, like the people, the vibe, what's happening around in a much more ninja fashion. Ninja Tim, mate. The older Ninja <laughs> Tim. And you know, I, I tend to use a lot, a lot of that footage because it just it just tells more of the story. And I feel that's massive, man. Like I feel that. It's something that I hear back from a couple when they see their film for the first time. And they're just like, you just captured like the essence like of the day. And I have a a thing called I capture faces. So I try and have a period of time during the reception where I'm literally just capturing faces. And that sounds weird, but that's when you're getting those moments you're kind of talking about too, right? Yeah. Or like when you see like someone that's like caught you out and you're like, just move the camera down. I shot a wedding last night too. I've had a three wedding (laughs) weekend. And last night that happened to me exactly like that. Like I was shooting all these faces and everyone's having a good time. And then I had like uncle blah, 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 whoever it was. And he's just giving me this like dirty death stare. Like, and I was just like, I'm sorry. So I just kept shooting until he looked away. And then it was really awkward because he knew I was looking at him. Like I knew he was looking at me and it was just this, yeah, it was great. It was a moment. Oh, it's so funny, man. Like some of the, some of the eyes that you get when you've got like a camera, like usually I've got a longer lens at the time, like when I do kind of like a round of faces. And man, the, the looks that you do get, it's just an absolute crack up, hey? <laughs> I, I always find it awkward too. Like, I feel like I put myself in their position. I probably feel real awkward as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, all right, next question. How long do we need coverage for? And does it change from summer to winter? For me personally, I have a package which I call the most popular package. For me, that most popular package is that just that because it booked the most, therefore, most people can get the best coverage out of it. And that's eight hours long. I say to most people that like eight to nine hours is kind of like what you need. And eight hours typically would get you a bit of prep all the way through to like the majority of your formalities in a reception, I guess. And when we're talking majority of formalities, it's usually like, I don't know, the last formality would usually be like the groom speech, cake cutting first dance, and then a little bit of dance floor at the end. So yeah, for me personally, that's kind of how long you would need. In terms of like coverage length, in terms of summer and winter, I don't think that it changes, so to speak. It's kind of the same because usually a winter ceremony would be earlier. Yeah, I agree. Most of my packages, like eight hours, mostly booked for eight hours, eight to nine hours. I do have a, a, a 10-hour package as well, but I do find that eight hours, eight to nine is really kind of that sweet spot where like you've got enough coverage to start a prep 
like bride prep, groom prep, uh, enough time to get through ceremony all the way up until the first dance and about half an hour or so, 45 minutes into dancing to capture some nighttime dance floor goodness. Typically, I would say you're not going to sit there and look at like hours of photos of people dancing on the dance floor. There is definitely a limit as to, you know, when you probably need us to be there. I love kind of finding like those like real like messy, like messy (laughs) guys and girls. And then just like following them, like on the dance floor and just seeing like the, <laughs> the absolute carnage those, they tear up. Don't you reckon though, those people that are like getting so into it are always in your face though. I feel like when I go through my photos, like after a wedding, I'm like, you can tell it while you're shooting. And then even when you like finish after who was probably the most excited to be on the dance floor, because they're always front and center in every single photo or video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's one, there's one at every wedding, one at every wedding. I feel like our Friday's wedding. I know we kept harping on about Friday's wedding, but it was epic. But there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of these people on Friday's wedding. Everyone was on the dance floor for like the entirety of the time we were there. How good was it, man? I remember so I was um, I was capturing this uh, this father like throwing his three four year old daughter up in the air. The room had a chandelier in it, which was like kind of low. So like, oh man, like she comes so close to it. <laughs> Imagine she just like jumps in there and just like hangs on to oh. it. It's like woo. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should I should capture this. This is cool. And then I see the chandelier in the frame. I'm like, oh, that's close. Next minute, you're on seven news. This little girl hangs onto chandelier and gets stuck oh. at wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should uh, maybe while we're talking about like a bit of like this coverage and timeline and summer and winter, let's like very, very briefly, maybe just talk quickly about like ceremony start time, because I feel like, yes, the hours may not change for like the length of time you would need it for summer to winter, but the ceremony time slot would. Yeah. So obviously with daylight savings can adjust the the times a little bit. So it's something that, you know, couples need to take into account when they're booking their ceremonies well, because they, they don't want to have a super early ceremony in summer where the sun's going to be high in the sky. It's going to be super bright. It's going to be that harsh lights and shadows thrown around. Um, it's going to be hot as heck. <laughs> yes. That, uh, that is sweaty goodness. <laughs> But yeah, and uh, I suppose the the opposite for winter, right? Like sun sets a lot earlier. So typically you'd want your ceremony to be that touch earlier. So you can have uh, your portraits in adequate light as well. So it's it's a common thing I see like with winter weddings as well is that the ceremony can be a little bit late and we're kind of rushing to to get these um, party portraits done in adequate light. Yeah, and nobody needs to rush. A lot of the time for like for both of us, like when we're shooting, like the weddings that we shoot uh, and that we have the best time or we feel like we've shot it really well are weddings that we have time to breathe and time for you guys to enjoy yourselves. Like, man, you guys have been planning this wedding for so long and the last thing you want to do is run around like a headless chook to oh, try man. and get everything done in the like small amount of time that you have. Hundred percent, and like it, it comes down to planning, but like it really comes down to having a good think about you know what that you want for your wedding. And like I said, the the best films that I've ever done is when like there's some absolute fun, there's some banter, like there's no stress, there's no sense of urgency, like throughout the day, it's just like okay, like here are the times. And look, to be honest, weddings do not go to plan, like very rarely. <laughs> And so I guess when it comes back to like the timing of a summer ceremony and a winter ceremony, like, look, generally I would say like 
for most people, you probably can do like in summer, like a three or three thirty ceremony, very comfortably. Still have enough time to get your portraits, your family photos, and get into the reception. We would still sneak out at the like blessed golden hour time, which I think we have a question coming up about that soon, so we won't talk about that yet. But during the reception, we definitely sneak out for that golden hour goodness in winter. I think. Look, you're probably looking at more like a 2.30 or, you know, 2, 2.30 ceremony. And therefore, you, again, have a lot of time, but you're shooting straight through to golden hour goodness. Yeah, that's the best, man. <laughs> let's uh, let's crack into the golden hour because, like, it, it is, like, one of my favorite parts of the day. Like, it's just so, so good. Like, not just for the fact that we get good photos, good videos, but, like, I think it just comes to a point like when couples married, they've gone through like their bridal portraits, they've gone through photos and videos and the time's kind of just having a cruise around, you know, they've got some yeah, liquid courage. Yeah, and it's courage some food, happy days, life's good. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gotten to a point where that that time in the day where it's like, you know what, like we're married now, like let's, let's start the party. <laughs> Absolutely. And I also think that the, the best part about that is as well is like, if you're a little bit nervous about the photo, video, portrait, time slot, post ceremony, you've probably like, especially in that like summer, I guess, time where you've gone back into your reception for a little bit, you've said hello to some more people, you've like relaxed, really enjoyed yourself. And then you come back out. That second time slot, you've already experienced exactly what it is to have your photo and your videos done earlier in the day. So there's no expectations like we're there to capture what is happening you're a lot more relaxed. You're like ready to move around. You're ready to experiment with some, I don't know, different things. You're ready to run through yeah. our paddock. I don't know what it is. It's, it's like we, we've gone through like this process with a couple where, you know, especially like after like portraits where they're used to how we work, like they're used to like the banter and like they're super, super relaxed. And we've built rapport, right? Like it's not like we've just walked in and we've gone, relax yourselves and here we go. We're <laughs> going to have the best time ever. Like, We've built rapport throughout the day from the second we've walked in the door at prep or yeah, after the ceremony or something like that too. I do think that, that that all works towards that golden hour of goodness. And I guess the question we kind of got, which I don't, I think we just kind of dive straight into like, we know, let's talk about golden hour. The golden hour question we got was like, why is it good to have photos at sunset slash that golden hour period? The main reason for me is that it's like, A, the light is um so to speak you know that just beautiful light it's soft it's golden it's like in a spot where we can work a whole different range of angles and therefore it's going to work for you guys too um it's a lot less harsh and also like that rapport's there you're relaxed you're having a good time and when no well we might still scare you a little bit with something we ask you to do i don't know but there's nothing that is overly scary about that whole situation because you've experienced it already 100 percent Look, the, the light, super soft. It just looks absolutely phenomenal. And I feel like it's it's a big thing that couples ask when they book as well. They're like, oh, like, are we able to do golden nail photos? Like, is that like something that we can do? I'm like, 100% that's something we can do. Like, is that something you want to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, the way that social media is these days, like most photographers, videographers post a crap load of their content at good that reason. time. Good yeah, reason, like there's yeah. a reason why. And so when people, I guess on the flip side is like some people go, oh, we want to do our photos before the ceremony so we can maximize time with our guests. I understand that. But at the same time, you're not going to get those photos that like everybody wants and expects. Like I think there's a real expectation around golden hour. 
yeah. to get that golden goodness. For me, like I'd love to capture it 100%. But if you'd rather spend time with your guests and have canapes and have a couple of drinks like and, and enjoy the party, then like that's cool. I want what you want. And makes sense as well. Like if that's something that you don't value, like if you don't value getting like and going out for sunset photos because you don't want to miss like a certain part of canapes or a certain part of the reception, then that's completely fine. But it's something that we do talk about regardless anyway. And I think it's good. Like this comes back to a bit of the scheduling stuff too, like that we've just spoken about. Like typically we would schedule, you normally your dinner time would like, especially in summer, like dinner would probably be served around sunset anyway usually your guests are entertained and they're eating and you know you've smashed some food and then we're rushing outside to get these shots done so you're not missing out on anything your guests don't even know you're gone and i would say look most of the time your guests expect you to go out at the time slot too like i've been to weddings like obviously i'm a photographer it's my first rodeo <laughs> um but no like obviously i've been to a lot of weddings where like you know, we've been out like we're, oh, I'm not even outside at the right time or when the sun's doing good things for us. And like guests come up to me like, uh, are you going to go like grab them and like take them outside? And like I have been before where they've been like, oh, no, they don't want any more. And they're like, oh, OK, there's an expectation there that we are going to go outside at the best light at the best yeah. time to get the best photos. Yeah. Like for every wedding, I know 100 percent like this couple, they want to maximize their time, like portraits, and they also want to maximize their time for for sunset photos. Or sometimes it's like the opposite, right? Like they don't really want to have too long, half an hour for the photos, like with the bridal party. They want to get back to the canapes, have them drink, spend some time with their guests for a while. And then maybe for sunset, they just want to have quick 10 minutes to, to come out, get the photos, and then get back to the party. That's completely fine. But there's a process that we we know like what they're expecting and like obviously we we're going to make that happen as well it's not we rock up on the day and we're like oh the light's good like we should go out like do you guys yeah. want to go out yeah hey let's just get it done let's go come on um <laughs> all right so then touching off that then too so we've spoken about golden hour and i suppose this is the next most popular probably question we get asked as well and it was a question that we got asked i guess in the lead up and in the q a question time slot we put out there on instagram what happens if it dun, 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 rains <laughs> oh it's a common one and it's like probably the number one fear for every like bride out there <laughs> even groom because the groom's going to cop it from the bride if it's going to if it's if I, was gonna, I, like I wasn't going to mention the groom because it's not really it's not really an issue for the group like they don't really care <laughs> he just he just goes what time am i starting today <laughs> <laughs> oh there's a wedding on <laughs> so what happens if it rains like look to be completely honest my number one thing when it comes to rain is like it's all about your attitude if your right. attitude sucks, your photos are going to suck. <laughs> like, yeah. Do not, this, yeah, do not let the weather have effect on your mood for the day because no. that's what will drive the rest of the day. Yeah, and me and like you know, for me and Tim, we're great. We love a good bit of banter, but there's only so much banter and you know, good vibes we can throw out there if the weather is not behaving itself. Like we can't change that, but. It definitely comes down to attitude. You will always see me out there standing in the rain. I do not care less. And Tim's the same. Like we have to juggle an umbrella or get completely saturated for you yeah, guys. Or like, just have our $4,000 there. camera just sitting out there in the rain. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah, I'm, I'm love, fine I with love, that. I love that, like having my, my camera in a puddle. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like especially over the last year as well. Like we've had phenomenal amount of rain like in the last 12 months. Like yeah. last summer, man, I don't think there was like more than like two or three weddings that's like there was sunshine 
oh, like yeah. in the three month period, then, or even like even just like a proper sunset. Like yeah, it's it, which is hectic, right? I remember at one point I was like, oh, so this is what it looks like when you're shooting at sunset. <laughs> like I'd almost forgotten how to shoot in the sun. So I feel like the best part about what's happened over the last year, not only with the COVID situations but also the weather situations, is that. We've experienced it all and we know what to do in those situations. And look, for me, I'm like, let's grab an umbrella. Let's go dance in the rain. Like it always, like I've never walked away from a wedding going, that was completely crap in terms of weather-wise, in terms of like we didn't get anything out of it. It always works. Clear umbrellas are your best friend. What happens if it's like torrential, like hurricane rain? Do you, you know, just to adjust the timings a little bit, just like chill out for a bit and then wait for it to kind of settle down? Pretty much. And I guess this comes back to, again, scheduling stuff. At the end of the day, if you have time and space in your schedule and if the weather, like, has just been non-cooperative for, like, that 30-minute period that we really wanted it to be cooperative for, but you've got time later, like, awesome, let's do it. You know, like, we can hang out, we can relax, you can go and drink, you can go and eat, you can go and hang out with your guests and start to talk to them. It's a perfect situation because there is time and space to do it at a later date or not a later date, but a later time slot throughout that day. Yeah, for sure. So like I've found, yes, if it's raining and it's raining for a couple of hours, but usually there is some time where the rain is minimal or it stopped raining altogether. And that's when we utilize that uh, that opportunity. Weddings are never going to run perfectly on time. Like I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where it's run exactly on time so we just make it work we don't need to let it affect the mood we don't need to let it affect the day like we just find another time within that period that we can uh, make it happen i think let's go with one more question before one more. we before we wrap it up because i think we're gonna we're probably pushing into that like 45 minute <laughs> podcast mark right now i've got one i've got one all right hit me have you ever said no to working with a client and why Ooh. Look, I definitely have. And I look, I want to make sure that when I'm rocking up to work, because at the end of the day, what we do is a job. And I want to make sure that I can do the job to the best of my ability. And if I don't feel like I can gel well with you guys, or we're just not the right fit, I'll recommend somebody else that might be better fitted to your wedding. And it's yeah, literally as simple as that. It's like, it's there's no hard feelings around it. I'm not here to cause drama. Um, I want to make it easy for everybody involved. I'm the same. So I think like we have our own personality, we have our own style. And yeah, if we jump on a phone call or a Zoom and, and meet a couple and then we think maybe I'm not the best photographer or I'm not the best videographer for you, um, then yeah, there's no hard feelings whatsoever. I've done it before, especially for like some of these like really kind of like big city weddings where you need multiple videographers and, you know, couples want like all of this filmed, all the tiny kind of minute details you know those big really like church weddings where there's six to eight speakers there's a lot going on you know i'm not afraid to say you know you know what maybe i'm not the best um person to to capture your wedding for you i suppose for both of us we just might not have the capacity to be able to do that like we're a small one-man band <laughs> sort of scenario when it comes to like our businesses and we don't always have multiple are the people to help us out when we probably need them? Like, yeah, sometimes we have a second photographer or a second videographer, we need it. But some of those bigger weddings, like, man, you need like two, three, mm. four, five <laughs> extra <laughs> I know, people. I know, man. And like on the day as well, like vibes are high. Like there's a lot of banner thrown around. Like, and I just feel like if you're not like willing to 
have a bit of fun and, you know, just like enjoy the day and be yourself, then maybe I'm not going to be that best videographer for you. Do you feel the same? hundred percent. And I think it's, I think it's good to say no to people. Yeah. And it's not because we're trying to be rude, but I do think that for us personally, we're going to enjoy ourselves a whole lot more. And I guess this gets into a little bit more businessy side of things, but if we have the confidence to say no to somebody and not just say yes to every single thing that comes past us uh, at the time, like, look, our business is going to grow from that because we know what we want from our company and our business. That's a huge one. Like it, it really is like not saying like yes to everyone that inquires with you. Like I think is is huge. Like I really love working with these type of couples that, you know, want to have a bit of fun that really value the work that I do. I think it really speaks kind of dividends for the type of business you run. Like if you have like your certain like ideal client that you want to work with, well, you're going to attract that couple. You're going to attract that client if you stay true to the work that you're producing as well and stay true to this is my ideal client. I'm not going to say like yes to anyone else because like this is the, what I want to do. This is the work that I want to focus on and this is how I'm going to do it. At the end of the day, if we are not excited by what is happening, we're not going to put our heart and soul into it. And it's as simple as that. For sure. Like, man, like as, as soon as I get a wedding back, like I am so keen to kind of like jump into it. But unfortunately, like backlogs do exist and, you know, there's a bunch of other, yeah. other weddings to get done first. But like the excitement is just like real that like I want to get stuck into and like start building this story for this couple. And you don't want to do a wedding and then like, just be like dreading when that's coming along. Like you don't want to go, oh man, I'm not excited to edit this wedding at all. <laughs> like it's not something we want. Yeah, for sure. I feel like we have covered a lot and we've probably ranted a lot in terms of some of those questions. And hopefully these questions are helpful for our listeners. And yeah, I think like definitely keen to do more of these in the future. So if you guys have a question you would like us to answer for you and give, you know, pick our brains about this, uh, feel free to drop us a message um, and we'll add it to like a list and then i don't know maybe in a couple of weeks or something like that we will revisit the old q a podcast but yeah we're definitely here to hear your thoughts maybe tim before we kind of sign out tonight what's on this week mate what's happening are we we're shooting tomorrow We've got an elopement yeah, tomorrow that's it i'm pretty uh pretty excited for that so it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks couple of months since i've had a, an elopement and i think we've got a bunch coming up together which is pretty cool um yeah, teams back together <laughs> I know, right? It's, uh, it's, it's yeah, it's gonna be a good one. But it's a busy week, man. Like prepping for a couple of weddings. Like this month is looking like it's going to be like absolutely crazy. I've just had a get into I've, it. That's it. Like I've just had a booking come through, and her wedding is like at the end of this month. And like luckily, I did have it available. Yeah, it's not uh not often I can fit in a wedding a month prior to the date. I feel How like you be. Yeah, I'm like I'm the same. Hey, we we're kind of like I started today was my first day of spring mini sessions. So I'm doing three or four dates of spring mini sessions this year. So I was up in the mountains today. Um I'm in Sydney next week and then the week after I'm down the south coast. So yeah, booked them out this year, which is pretty cool. So like yeah, 30 minute long. Doesn't matter if you're a family or like couple, uh, engaged, I don't know, got married, whatever it is, update for headshots. Um, you know. <laughs> Whatever people want. But yeah, so that's pretty cool. So yeah, did that today. It was freaking epic. It was so sick. And yeah, the mountains was like turning it on for for me, which was lovely because yeah, I had like five sessions today and 
I was a bit nervous because driving up was pouring with rain. <laughs> yeah, nice. How many of um, how many of these like family sessions are actually like couples that you photograph their wedding? I think I've got twenty three or twenty four booked over like say four days, and I think like yeah, at least ten or twelve of them are past clients, which is pretty cool. So yeah, I think I've got a family who I probably I don't know. Lately, I've been shooting them like twice a year, which is pretty cool. So like seeing their little boy grow up and now they've just had a, they've just had another boy and like, yeah. So it's, it's kind of cool. They're like, their family's growing and I get to kind of like capture all these moments. That's always special. So yeah. So spring mini's happening and yeah, got a couple of weddings and an engagement session this week as well. So September's really already kicking our butts and we're only a couple of days into it. Amazing. Well, um, let's, uh, let's sign out here. I think we've gone a little bit over time with the, with this uh, episode, but that's all right. Hopefully it brings value to you all. And uh, yeah, tell us your thoughts. You can find us on Instagram. We've got that Instagram page up and running. We do. Um, yeah, which we're excited about. We probably need to post a little bit more on there, but we'll definitely get to it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the Instagram handle is uh, makeitepic.podcast. Yeah, come check us out. Say hi. We really appreciate you all listening in to this week and hopefully the Q&A was helpful for you. Thanks, guys. Let us know what you think. Leave a review. Tell us how well we did. If you have any burning questions, I think for the uh, for the new couples out there to just get engaged, it's uh, coming into prime engagement season uh, where you know your uh, your man or woman uh, will pop that question for you. So if you guys have some burning questions, do feel free to let us know. And if you own a photography or a videography business or another creative in the industry and you want to find out a little bit more about what goes on or things that we should talk about, or, you know, you just want to pick our brains from a couple of couple of veterans in the industry, then uh, let us know. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.